You're listening to The Fit Habit, where we explore how to stay well and fit well after 40. My name is Karen McGill. I'm the host of the show. Let's get to it. Hello, friends, and welcome to the last edition of The Fit Habit for 2021. Uh, it is December 29th, whew, and it's actually 82 degrees here in Austin, so that's that's special, <laughs> interesting. Um, I can't say I, com- I am complaining. I actually love a good 82-degree uh, December day. Uh, but today, I want to share some strategies around wrapping up your year so that you can move into uh, 2022 with some intention. Now, everybody is doing that at this point of the year. You might even be rolling your eyes at this point because you've heard all the year-end reviews that you could possibly tolerate. So I'm hoping to make mine a little bit more useful and a little different and a little bit of a twist. And I will also say that it is ideal for any of you who have ADHD or you're just a little ADD-ish and perhaps you are a little apprehensive about setting goals and resolutions for the new year because you have a tendency not to follow through on them. And if that's you, welcome. That's me too. (laughs) So uh, I have learned so much this year. And one of them is one of the things I've learned, one of the most important takeaways that I have uh, figured out is really just how to reflect uh, on what I'm doing and where I'm going and, you know, create intentional, well thought out steps towards my goals and follow through on them. Uh, So I want to give you a little bit of that today so that you can take stock of everything that happened this year and look into 2022 with a fresh perspective on what it is you want and the confidence to follow through on it. So with that, uh, there's a couple of different tools that I'm going to work through. Maybe not call them tools, but models uh, on for effective uh, year-end reviews. So if you're like me, you can't even remember what you did last week, much less what you did in January. So it's going to be helpful for you to have access to either you know your date timer or your calendar for the year. And any or all of those, actually, the more, the better. Uh, You might have different calendars for work and personal. Uh, So gather all of those things and grab yourself a cup of tea or a glass of wine and put on a little bit of jazzy music because this is actually going to be a lot of fun. So the first thing you're going to do is grab your journal or a piece of paper And I want you to put uh, a line from the top to the bottom of the page and then another line through the middle. So you've got four quadrants on your piece of paper. And I'd like you to write down in each quadrant, loved, learned, lacked, and longed for. This is an iteration on uh, a process called the 4L uh, retrospective that... I believe her name is Mary Gorman, and she created this for teams, but we are spinning it into a more personal deep dive on our year and what worked for us and what didn't. Now, what I love about this process of going back through your year and reflecting on what comes up as being, you know, something that you loved or something that you lacked and something that you longed for is that it really puts your brain into different modes of thinking. Uh, You're thinking about the positive and you're thinking about what really stood out as being, you know, genuinely awesome, or you're thinking about what it is that you learned, or you're thinking about like longed for and lacked, which is really uncovering your needs. 
And just as a sidebar, if you are uh, unaware of what your needs are, that is a great place to start with this year-end review. So I am going to leave a link in the show notes, and I'm also going to invite you to go to itsadhdfriendly.com. That is my second website, uh, where you'll be able to download a, a free assessment of needs. And the real beauty of knowing what your personal and unique needs are is that when you have when you have a like a, an awareness of them, you know what you need to do to get them met. And when you meet somebody who has their needs met, you notice because they're confident and they're very secure and grounded in who they are because they've got their needs met. So they don't need anything else external. Whereas, you know, think about somebody you know who is not getting their needs met. Maybe they're a little needy or maybe a little untrustworthy because they're working really hard to get their needs met and maybe it's not working for them or they don't even know what their needs are in order to get them met. You know who I'm talking about, right? We all have those people in our life. And you don't want to be that person. You want to know exactly what your needs are and you want to get them met. So click on the link in the show notes and or go to thefithabit.com and you'll see uh, right on the front page an opportunity to sign up to get that needs assessment. And it's really quick and super insightful. I did that just a couple of months ago for the first time and it really like explained a lot about who I am and the choices that I make. So I invite you to do that too. So now with this piece of paper in the four quadrants, the liked, the lo, sorry, the loved, learned, lacked, and longed for, that's a difficult one to say. Just start writing down everything that comes to mind within those four quadrants. And you don't need to review your calendar for this one. This is more of a what bubbles up, what comes to mind, what is on your heart, more of like a, a feeling investigation of what's coming from inside. And whatever comes up for you, don't judge it. Just write it down, write it down, write it down. And, you know, give yourself some time to do this and don't be critical of the things that you're saying or, you know, prejudge what comes up, but really just, you know, be honest with yourself because nobody needs to see this piece of paper, but you. And then uh, once you've done that, uh, I invite you to just take a look at what you've written down and look for themes. So if you've done the needs assessment already, then does that match what you longed for and learned? Or does it match more about, sorry, longed for or lacked? Or does it match more around what you loved and learned? And that's really going to tell you whether or not you got your needs met in 2021 or not. You know, the needs assessment will tell you what it is you need to be a whole person and this quadrant assessment will help you understand whether or not those were met because if they were met then those needs are hanging out somewhere in the loved and learned sections and if they weren't met they're probably showing up in the other areas or maybe they're not showing up on any of those at all and that's not a bad sign either that just means that your needs are met and it's not a significant um, piece of what's coming up for you for 2021. So hang on to this uh, quadrant and again, look at the themes, see what comes up, try to get a sense of the story it tells. So for example, when I did this assessment, what came up for me was, let me see, I'm just looking at my handy damn piece of paper here. Um, What I loved was the time and connection I had with friends uh, because this was really the first year I was able to see my, my friends and family since the pandemic started. 
And I really loved the direction of my work because having engaging work is a, like one of the highest needs on my, um, my needs assessment. And learning things that interest me, that came up as something I loved. Do you constantly feel busy but never seem to get anything done? Or maybe you're always in a perpetual state of getting organized but you never quite get there. I help my clients get clear on their needs so they can get them met, define their wants so they can say no to everything else and create super loving boundaries so they can stay focused on what's important to them. If this sounds like something that you could use help with in 2022, then please, I invite you to explore working with me. You can find out more about my coaching programs at itsadhdfriendly.com forward slash coaching. That's itsadhdfriendly.com forward slash coaching, or just click the link in the show notes. I would love to work with you in 2022. Let's make it the best year ever. What came as no surprise to me was that I had so many things in my learned category because this was a huge year of learning for me, learning about my diagnosis, learning about a new way of coaching, uh, life coaching, personal growth, personal transformation. And I added so many tools to my my toolbox, my skill set. So this was a big learning year for me. And I'm really grateful for that. And it's it's uh, comes as no surprise to me that that was a big piece because in my um uh, strengths assessment that I shared in a previous podcast, uh, love of learning came up as number one for me. So it's really no shock to me that I had so much under the learned and it also bled into my loved category. For my lacked and longed for, there's two things that came out as themes. Meeting people in person and spending face-to-face time was something that I really longed for. And I don't think that's going to come as a shock to anybody. I feel like we probably all share that. Uh, But the other thing that I longed for was structure to help me thrive. And when I look at my lacked category, uh, it pretty much mirrored that, right? Like I felt like I lacked some focus and structure and commitment to consistency in my business. And I feel like coming into the end of this year and the beginning of next year, I've gained a ton of clarity. Uh, Still more to come on that, but I do feel like I have a much more clear strategic direction. And I will say that, you know, if, if entrepreneurship is something that interests you and, and you're hesitant to take the leap, some of the best advice I can give you is just to be clear on what your intention is around your business so that you're not creating work in a million different directions, uh, but you're able to channel and focus your energy on the highest intention of your business. And it will get you a lot further, a lot faster take it from a serial entrepreneur who wishes they had learned that lesson a long time ago. So that is your four quadrant retrospective. I hope you found it helpful. I hope you found um, some like little glimmers of what you can take forward into 2022. That lacked and longed for categories, both of those are really going to inform where you need to focus intention around building out in 2022 and in the areas of loved and learned, you know, maybe you need to take action on those things and bring in more of what you love this year or, you know, somehow evolve it for the new year. So it's, it's even more of what you love or even more of what you want to learn. But I hope that that, that model helps you contextualize your thoughts around this year so that you can be more intentional next year. Okay, the second model that we're going to tackle uh, in this session is a calendar review. 
Now, like I said earlier, at this point, it'd be really great to grab your work uh, calendar, your personal calendar, any sort of daily planners that you use or your journal, and really just get a sense of where you spent the majority of your time this year. Was it doing work? Was it doing home life, family life things? Was it doing stuff that you enjoyed? Or was it doing, doing stuff that you felt like you had to do? Uh, a lot of this is going to inform how you are spending your time, whether it's intentional or not. So when I look at my year, I'm shocked at how many things I did that I didn't enjoy and I didn't actually even need to do. I could have said no or reduced some of the areas where I spent a lot of time this year but I just wasn't paying attention. So it's really insightful for me to look back at my year and say, wow, you know, I could have done this differently had I had the presence of mind in the moment to think about it in a different way. But I have the presence of mind now and I can bring that forward. Uh, but really the essence of this uh, exercise is to flip through your months, January, February, March, and just look at where your time went and look at how you are, or be present for how you feel when you're looking at where the time went, when you're thinking about the meetings you attended or the trips that you went on or the volunteer work or the kiddo um, responsibilities, whatever it was, what comes up for you? Does it, ha- does it give you a sense of stress, like, oh, an overwhelm, like, man, I did so much? Or does it give you a sense of accomplishment and joy? Like, wow, you know what? It, this really was a, a productive year for me and I really did you know, move myself forward in a, in a good direction. And maybe the last question that you would want to ponder as you go through this exercise is how much time did I spend moving myself towards my goals that I set for myself in January of 2021, if that's what you did? Or if you had an intention or a hope for the year, a dream, did you spend any time working on it this year? If you didn't, that's fine. Uh, but now in this present moment, you have the power and the visibility and the presence to really think about how you want to change that for next year and plan for it. Because I think that's a big piece of it. This is true for all people, especially women over 40, especially people with ADHD tendencies. We don't have a great working memory. That's not a big strength of ours. So we really have to externalize reminders and keep them outside of ourselves and very front and center in order to keep ourselves reminded of the things that we want to do because they don't generally come up for us. Everything's out of sight, out of mind. So as we go into uh, 2022 planning, which will be our next episode, I'll help you come up with ways to just add a million obnoxious reminders to yourself so that you can stay on track. But right now, all we're doing is gathering information about the year that we had so that we can be more intentional about the year ahead. So once you have all of that down, if there's any other sort of thoughts that you want to journal, any points that you want to make about the year that you had or something that, you know, as you end this time next year, you might want to go back and review. This is a great time to just kind of highlight the the highest moments of 2021 and maybe the lowest moments. Uh, Also, just be very clear about what are the top three things or five things that really gave you energy this year. And what were the top three to five things that really drained your energy this year? This is really important to know because at the end of the day, you know, we hear a lot about 
following passions and following your bliss and your purpose. And, and that, that just is so overwhelming for so many of us because we don't really know what our passion or our purpose is. And at the end of the day, all you really need to do is know what like energizes you, what you're interested in, what you have a, a like a, a I hate to say energize again, but really that's the word. (laughs) What gives you life and energy and what takes it away? The more you know about that in terms of the context of who you are as a person, the better able you're going to uh, be able to direct yourself in a more productive way in the future. When I say productive, I don't mean hustle harder, work harder. I mean productive in the sense that you're making choices that nourish you, that are based in self-care and self-love and building a beautiful life that reflects who you are as a person. How awesome does that sound? So uh, I'm going to wrap up here for the year, but before I do, I know that most of you probably uh, heard of this idea or concept of creating a word for yourself uh, for the year ahead. Um, Some of us do this, some of us don't. I generally do. And the year, the word that I have picked for myself in 2022 is boundaries. And I will be honest with you, I have never been very good at boundaries, but it hasn't been until this year that I realized that boundaries are so important not just for other people, but also boundaries, like self-boundaries and giving myself some guardrails to stay aligned with what I want and maintain energy and focus in the direction of my goals. And all of that comes down to boundaries. And boundaries can sound very triggery for some, like, oh, geez, you know, I'm just going to be a horrible, mean person if I set boundaries with other people. And it's really not. I, I firmly believe that Setting loving boundaries gives you and the people you love the space to be yourself and their self. And as you give yourself permission to create boundaries, you give other people permission to do the same and you model a really strong and healthy behavior. And that is something that I need to do for myself in 2022. So that will be part of our planning process in the next episode. uh, And I'll give you some more resources around boundaries if that's something that interests you. But instead of setting resolutions for next year, I personally plan to set boundaries. So um, I will share more about that in the new year. But I did want to share like a fun little idea that I heard from Tracy Otsuka, who uh, publishes the um, ADHD for Smartass Women podcast. Great podcast, by the way, if you have ADHD. Uh, she suggested picking a word and then going on Etsy and getting yourself a piece of jewelry that has that word imprinted on it. So like just like a little bracelet or a necklace or something like that, that signifies that word and it's always in your sight and like something inexpensive that, you know, you won't have to worry about taking off when you go in the shower. I'm going to do that and I'm going to put um, loving boundaries on it. And I just think that's such a brilliant idea. So I invite you to uh, have a little fun cruising around um, Etsy looking for a fun, inexpensive piece or expensive, (laughs) whatever you choose to do, piece of jewelry to uh, really kick off the new year in a beautiful way. So I hope that was helpful. Before I close, I do want to share that I am taking on one-on-one coaching clients in January. I have four spots available right now. So uh, my January monthly rate is introductory and uh, it will not stay that, that, uh, the, the rate that it's at uh, going into February. But I invite you to take a look at um, my coaching packages. Uh, I have offer a few different 
packages for different contexts for uh, women who are looking to transform in different areas of their life. You don't have to have ADHD to work with me, but if you are at all overwhelmed and chronically distracted, uh, you would probably be um, a great client for me and I would probably be a great help to you. So I will link that in the show notes as well, but you can also just visit my website at itsadhdfriendly.com forward slash coaching. Um, You can also find my coaching packages um, on my Fit Habit website as well. So with that, I'm going to stop here and just wish you guys the best of the new year. I wish for all of us to have a beautiful, healthy, loving, abundant new year with incredible, loving boundaries (laughs) and just the best of everything. So enjoy your New Year's, guys. Be safe. And I will talk to you on the other side. Thank you so much for listening and if you made it this far I really appreciate it Uh, if you found this useful then please do leave me a five-star review and also if you're interested in specific topics or uh, guests to the show please reach out to me on Instagram my Instagram handle is Karen McGill Uh, you can also find me on my website at thefithabit.com and until then guys have a wonderful day I love you